Waldney Group, Remax Results. Welcome to Rochester Real Estate, featuring Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to another gorgeous weekend in southern Minnesota. I'm Andy Brownell. Yeah, along with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results here on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Yeah, so this weekend, gorgeous. Last weekend, I guess, oh. was really, really special oh down my here. Gosh. But beautiful. But I was in Duluth, and for late October in Duluth, it was incredible. Awesome. And uh, I finally got to see my daughter's home that oh, she purchased, good. thanks to the assistance that you provided in guiding us to, or guiding her, I better say, not us, to a, a very, very qualified realtor in Duluth. Oh my gosh! Oh, good. I'm so proud of her. The uh, oh yay! The photos of the house that you saw on the website did not do it justice. Oh good. It's, yeah, they, and they I know did she's really, really well. close to the water, right? I think in the winter time, when the trees lose all their leaves, they'll actually be able to see the lake from the oh, back that's windows. Oh, awesome! But that's if you go so to the awesome. but one block down on the sidewalk, it's not even a block; it's a half a block. You, you can see that it's only the, the lake is only a couple blocks away. Awesome! Incredible! I'm yeah, so happy for her. Yeah. Well, thank great. you for yes, the assistance. Yes, you are very welcome. Um, thanks for trusting in me. I appreciate that. But so that's great. So, um, as you know, it was a tough week for me. Yes. You know, lost my mom unexpectedly on Monday, and I had to say it because I had two people reach out to me who only know me from listening to me on this show. I was so moved. They both sent me messages on Facebook and told me, you don't know me, but I listen to your show on Saturdays. And oh my gosh, I was so moved by that. So you know who you are. And if you're listening today, thank you so much because it meant the world to me. Um, You know, tough times, but like I told you off air, Andy, my mom had a full and wonderful life and she had been diagnosed with Alzheimer's and now she is not going to fade away. It's not going to yeah. get the best of her. You know, she had it for six years, and really all she lost was her short-term memory. So she lived her very full life right to the end and passed very peacefully in her sleep. So I thank God for that. And I know that you and Scott took fantastic care of her. Yeah, so no regrets. (laughs) I got to see her every day. You know, we bought them a house right next door to us. So my morning started by going over and saying good morning. And I went as soon as I got home from work. And most days we had dinner with them. And I was there until they went to bed at night. So no regrets. And I will treasure those memories for sure. So that's the best real estate investment I've ever made is that house next door for my parents to live in. I'll promise you. Um, I was showing houses yesterday to a friend who's going to, he's looking for investment property. And he said, Robin, with everything I'm hearing and reading, real estate is still the best investment. And I'm like, you got that right. I mean, real estate is a very strong investment. There are a lot of people still buying rental properties and a lot of short-term rental, long-term rental. That particular houses I was showing him were in walking distance to Mayo. So of course that's prime real estate and Rochester. But houses are still selling and that's great. And yes, you're going to hear that the interest rates went up, might go up again. But I want to share, I want to share an article that says three questions you may be asking about selling your house today. First question, 
Should I wait to sell? Even though there are more homes for sale today than there were at the same time last year, inventory is still low. Yes. Which means it's still a seller's market, okay? So um, a buyer's market is when there are more than seven months worth of inventory. A neutral market is when there are approximately six six months worth of inventory. A seller's market is when there's anything less than six months worth of inventory. And right now we have approximately three months worth of inventory. So, yes, it's a very good time to sell your house. I had one of those conversations this week with a person who insisted that the market was going to crash. No, it's not. It's not. and And I said, why do you think that? And then brought up what happened, you know, a decade ago. And I said, but you do see the difference, right? And I said, we still are facing an enormous shortage of housing today. The demand for the homes still far exceeds the supply of homes. So It absolutely does. So right now... That's basic economics there. Yeah, we are definitely seeing... And, you know, you can see where people are going to think, okay, it got bad then. If they don't really understand it and they don't really understand what caused it to be bad, you can see where they're going to think that. Because I get calls all the time. Will there be foreclosures for sale? Well, let's see. The average person has about $250,000 equity in their home. So, yeah, I don't think so. You know what? If they can't afford their house anymore, they're going to sell it, take their equity, and move into mom and dad's basement. I don't know. But they're not going to, you know, back then when people were losing their houses right and left, if they had chose to sell they literally would have had to bring their checkbook to closing and pay the difference because they couldn't sell their house for what they owed on it. And that right. is not the case now. So it is completely different. Um, I do want to say, have things slowed down over the last cup, you know, this year over 20 and 2021? Oh, yeah, they definitely <laughs> have. But they are still better than 2019, which was a fabulous year in real estate. So we're good, people. I well, actually, I imagine that you're extraordinarily happy it slowed down from what it was a year you know, or two years ago. In a lot of ways, I am thrilled. And I'm thrilled mostly for buyers and sellers because how many radio shows did we talk about buyer's remorse and people buying without inspections and then finding big horrible things or buyers trying to walk away at the very end because they realized they paid 75,000 more than the house was worth and they waived their they waived the appraisal difference and all those things that were happening and boy oh boy that caused me great stress when somebody would buy a hundred year old house and waive the inspection I was like oh boy here we go but now it's like we've gotten back to now does that mean it happens every time no i mean i listed a house last week sold it the first week it was 250,000 had three offers the offer that said no inspection won because oh, okay. people were worried about hiding something no not at all it was their parents home they just wanted it to be done okay no inspection means sold sign is up done so i mean it's still happening but in that case even if they would have gotten, had an inspection, if they would have come back and asked the seller to do anything, the seller would be like, um, I had two other people that were willing to buy this house, so why would I? Right. So, but for the most part, people can 
have their inspection, ask for things within reason, and um, take some time to think through this whole process. And we're going to have fewer people with regrets. We're going to have fewer people deciding, oh my gosh, I made a big mistake because they're able to look at more houses. I mean, honestly, they don't have to go in and say, do you want this one? Because if you want this one, the offers are due in 15 minutes. Oh, God. I mean, honestly. We don't that have stresses that. me out thinking oh, about it. Oh, it was very stressful. So um, do I want the real estate market to fall apart? Of course I don't. Do I think it's going to? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. We are going to be just fine. And bringing up the inspection business and how important it is, one of the conversations we had in Duluth last weekend was a friend of my daughter's who bought during the peak of the pandemic crazy times yeah and was forced into one of those situations where they had to bid for an older home with uh without an inspection and uh, right. uh well guess what the well's bad oh no yeah oh now see we we are fortunate to live in olmstead county because um olmstead county requires that the well be um in compliance for any no matter sale. what no matter what, if you wanted to sell your house to your son or to your sister or to your brother, to anybody, and doesn't matter. In, oh. in Olmstead County, the well has to be in compliance. Now, you can negotiate. You can say, well, that's fine. You can buy it, and you can be the one that pays for it to be in compliance if they want to do that. But it has to be in compliance within six months of the sale because it's okay. a way to protect us from having a bunch of incompliant wells out there. Right? Which, so it's, it's really smart. Yeah, it compromises water quality for everybody, potentially. Yeah, we don't, yeah. Yeah, we don't have that same rule in Wabashaw County, and I, I wish we did, actually. I think it's really important to have compliant wells at the time of the sale. All right, Robin, we have to take a break already, so we'll do that. Okay. Yeah. Really quick, we'll be back with more with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Save on everything for your next project with 11 for Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results on this beautiful Saturday morning in late October. Uh, Gosh, gorgeous. Yeah. And they keep talking about this doom and gloom winter coming up. (laughs) Well, as long as it doesn't start till January, we're going to be all right. That's kind of what I'm When you get all the way to January, March is only three months away. Exactly, exactly. (laughs) Anyway. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to talk about was... um, you know, I, I mentioned, and I guess I actually misspoke. I said two hundred fifty thousand equity, but it says here in this article that the total average equity per borrower has now reached almost three hundred thousand. Really? So, so when they say I can't afford to buy a bigger home or I can't afford my next home because the interest rates are so high, well, you probably didn't have three hundred thousand dollars worth of equity coming into this last one. So when you bring that, you're borrowing less money. So if you're borrowing less money at a higher rate, it's still going to all be very affordable. Okay. And as you have repeatedly pointed out, you're not marrying 
The rate. The rate. You can right. refinance when things refinance. get better. Refinance. Dump it when a better one comes along. And exactly. so if you can make it fit within your budget at this rate. Exactly. And you're going to benefit down the road. Along, there you go. Absolutely. People say, I don't want to do an adjusted rate mortgage. It's too risky. Well, why is it risky? I mean, if you're locking in for five or seven years and you know you're going to get this percentage for that year, for those years, okay, what's the worst thing that can happen? The worst thing that can happen is that when that time comes, the rates haven't gone down. Now you're going to go up by 1% for the next year. You know, it's not like they just all of a sudden jump from four and a half to nine. So trust me, it works out. It's very cyclical and history does repeat itself. And if you look back in the last hundred years of mortgages (laughs) and rates, you'll see that they go up, they come down, they go up, they come down. And just like recessions, right? And we're... We're not going to see 2% again, I don't think, in my lifetime. I don't think so either, but I never thought we'd see it the first time. So That's who true. knows? I'm not even going to try to predict that. Not and, even going to try to and, predict that. And I know I've told this story before, but we're currently, what, around 7% basically? Yes, yes. So yep. when my dad got his last house that he bought in 1968, uh, he got 7% interest. And then the 80s came, or the 70s came and I remember, you know, growing up he would always go, We're never gonna see seven percent interest rates again. I really got a good one there. <laughs> you did great, Dad. <laughs> Relatively yeah, considering it's all it was relative. up in the <laughs> Yes, it's all relative. That is exactly that is awesome. I love that. Well, you know, since the two thousand eight housing bubble burst, the word recession strikes like a much stronger emotional cord, right? Because everybody does say, what's going to happen? Are we going back to those days? But there is actually a pretty good outlook that I want to share, okay? It says that global CEOs see a mild and short recession and are optimistic about global economy over the three-year horizon. More than eight out of 10 anticipate a recession over the next 12 months with 60% of them expecting it to be mild and short. Yep. So I, I filled up my tank yesterday for 329 in Wabasha. I think it's that's going to go up just because of the seasonal things that happen with gasoline prices. But Well, house, house heating is going to for sure be yeah. that. 25% higher this year. Get out another blanket and turn it down a little. The... Um, Economic outlook that you mentioned, the state of Minnesota hires, I don't know the name of the firm, but they're one of the, you know, the top firms for economic consulting. And that's what they were, they're predicting a recession beginning basically now and lasting through the summer of next year, but they predicted it will be a very mild recession. Mild and short. Yeah. Yep. So, and this is another thing I want to talk about. Over the past five recessions, mortgage rates have fallen on an average of 1.8% percentage points from the peak. Okay? So, once we get to the peak, then we can expect them to to drop on average 1.8%. But you've also said this before. Regardless of what that interest rate is, it's your still building equity with every payment you make into that home you're you're taking off 
It's the yes. bank account that you live in. The <laughs> bank account that you live in. You're paying every month to build equity. Maybe not 18% year over year like last year, but you're still going to have 3 or 5 or 6 or 7% year over year. We're not losing values. Houses are not losing values. We have a shortage of inventory and property values will continue to increase okay so the bottom line bottom line is history will show us we do not need to fear the word recession when it comes to the housing market do you think that the reporting that we're seeing regarding the housing market is being driven by the markets that a lot of these journalists are living in that saw some of the craziest times during the recession. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I have friends in Phoenix saying, oh my God, our market has been hit so hard. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Last year, values went up 30% year over year. 30%. I told you my broker bought a $1 million house that he lived in for one year and sold for 1300000 Wow. Doing nothing to it. Okay, so um, and that was that was not uh, a fluke thing. That was what was going on in that Scottsdale market. That was average, thirty percent year over year. So now it's back to that house selling for a million instead of a million three. Well, yeah, I mean it has to. Things are selling for what they're worth now, not for some <laughs> crazy pie in the sky number. And if they would have continued to go like that. Nobody would be able to afford a home except for the extremely wealthy people. And that would just create such horrible polarization. I mean, it would be terrible. So the bottom line is, is that if they're complaining that all of a sudden they're not increasing by 30% this year, I have one thing to say to that. Wah, wah. (laughs) Seriously. Seriously. Uh, we have to take a break, so perfect okay. timing. We'll, we'll be back in a moment more with Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We'll be right back with Robin Gwaltney and Andy Brownell on Rochester Real Estate. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. You hear a lot of different things in Minnesota these days. With Robin Gwaltney from Gwaltney Group, Remax Results and Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We are back. Robin Gwaltney, Gwaltney Group, Remax Results on News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Of course, we're... <laughs> sometimes I, I feel a friend like, offline. Yeah. Well, <laughs> sometimes I feel like I'm banging my head against a wall when we have these conversations because it, regardless of what you say, the it continues to come back. The, yeah. The ignoring the obvious economic uh, well, realities of demand and supply. Right. And the thing that we really do have to get out of people's head is that the same thing is going to happen as 2008. It is two completely different things. And I actually have an article that I want to send to you, not to be sarcastic, but that you can share with your friend and hopefully put his mind at ease. But I mean, this is a really good article about why today's housing market is not like 2008. Okay. It goes on to say, with all the headlines and talk in the media about the shift in the housing market, you might might be thinking this is a housing bubble. It's only natural for those thoughts to creep in and make you think that we could be repeating what took in place 
what took place in 2008. But the good news is there is concrete data to show that that is nothing. It is nothing like last time. So, you know, three the three reasons. There is still a shortage of homes not a surplus. If you remember 2008, you could drive down a block and see four, five, six houses for sale. You know, oh, and they so, were building spec homes everywhere. Yeah, it was yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah, Condos yeah. going up in Vegas, everything. Yeah, yeah. And so now, supply of homes, nothing like last time, okay? We don't have anywhere near the houses that we had on the market then. Back then, we had 10 months worth of supply, 8 months worth of supply, 13 months worth of supply. Now we're looking at two months, three months, maybe 3.8 months. So nothing at all the same, guys. And the lending standards are still very much under control now. Back then, if you remember, they were very relaxed. So a lot of people were getting mortgages and honestly being able to buy houses that were outside of their comfort. And then, again, like I said earlier, they didn't have the equity in it. So when they had to turn around and sell it, they literally had to pay money to sell. So completely different. And I know this is going to disappoint a lot of people, but the foreclosure volume is just not there. I mean, last time we had foreclosures, you know, coming out of the woodwork, like hundreds of them. And now when you find one, it's a very rare find. So completely different times. Well, even in this market back then, when it was as bad as it could possibly get, at least in my memory, um, we didn't, compared to what you were seeing in other parts of the country, we we weren't even seeing that many foreclosures. No, no, no. I mean, we had some, but... We, we definitely had a lot more then than we have now, but we didn't have them like they had them in other markets here. Right. right. Okay, I want to plug a couple of my new listings. Oh, great. Okay? All right. So over at uh, 1201 19th Ave Northeast, I have a side-by-side townhome that is so lovely. It was built in 1983. It's, you know, kind of up Viola Road to Hiawatha Court, up to 19th Avenue, you know. Oh, that's a nice area, yeah. So nice, yes. And um, it is, let's see, what do we have this listed for? Darn it. I don't have the price on here. That's no good. (laughs) Shoot. It's not free. I can guarantee you that. It's not free, but um, I printed out the wrong. Okay, so all I can tell you is I have a really nice place there. <laughs> I guess you'll have to look it up. I printed out the wrong format. Okay. So, so but um, if you go to the website. Yes. Yeah, go you, to. You, perfect. Thank you. Go to gwaltneygroup.com. You can check out not only our new listings, but you can... Okay, the next one I don't even have to tell you because it's sold already, so that's all right. (laughs) And um, I've got one out in Pine Island, a really unique, fun home. It's got a basement that could be rented out as an apartment, and it's right down at the end of a cul-de-sac. There's a stream down below it and woods up behind it, and it's uh, 300 Kennelly Court Southwest in Pine Island. And that one is 349000 So that's a, a really great place. And it's perfect have, for somebody who has an adult child living at home. 
It is, really, yeah, or an elderly parent or whatever. Well, that's true, yeah. So, yeah, so, um, but what I was going to say is on the website, you can not only find these new listings, but you can look at all of our other active listings because we are in a situation now where there are some houses to choose from, so it's awesome. And I was at a couple of listing appointments this week, so I'll have some more coming next week, and I'll be more prepared, and I'll actually have the, the prices included so I can... <laughs> sound like I know what I'm talking about. Oh, sorry about that. Well, no, it's, it's nice to... I remember a year ago, and even earlier this year, you would often come in and there you had maybe four listings, but they might have been... Sold. And there might yeah. have been only 50 listings in the entire community. Right. And I, I literally had an exciting one that I was going to talk about that I listed last, I listed last Saturday. So after the show and it's already sold. It was over on 11th Avenue by, um, in Elton Hills. And it was, you know, a sweet spot, 249.9. And it was a one owner home. And we, we got three offers within a week. So. Well, that's where I grew up, 11th Avenue, Northwest Elton Hills. Oh, is it? No, cool. Yeah, that's the old haunting grounds. So you probably knew the people because they were the only people that lived there. So. Oh, I'm sure I did. Yeah. Or at least their kids. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, very cool. Anyway, um, I don't know. Okay. Uh, uh, what else do I have to say? Just that well, I'd love to help you with any <laughs> questions you might have about real estate. So feels good to be back in the swing of things, back to work, and help. very helpful to see the sunshine. But I am full speed ahead working, so if I can help you with any real estate questions, please do not hesitate to call me. And my cell phone is 507 507- Two five nine four nine two six. All right, Robin. Um, well, I'll be thinking of you. I'm here in our prayers, and Thank we'll you. talk. We'll talk again next week. Sounds great. Look All forward right. to it. Robin Gwaltney with Gwaltney Group Remax Results News Talk thirteen forty KROC AM and. This is.